welcome to the last indian independent films podcast of the year uh, it's uh, 31st december this is rahul desai here and i have with me my good friend and fellow film critic uh, tanul thakur uh, as a usual with your enders we are here to discuss uh, what has been obviously uh, one of the most infamous years in uh, human memory and um, of course we are here to discuss the hindi films in, uh, and the episodes of the year um it's tanul obviously like at the beginning of jan we were uh, we were going to cinemas uh, and you know life was carrying on as normal uh, by march the cinemas closed and we pretty much been watching everything uh, on laptops and you know at homes since then what has the year been like for you at least as a film critic let's start with that we'll get to the good and bad of the films and web shows but as a film critic has it i mean in general as a writer has it changed the way you approach uh, writing the films uh, film reviews i mean uh, yes in a way uh, but i i would say that probably happens i think year after year uh, i mean almost every year at mm-hmm. a subconscious level because i think at times you tend to take a stock of how your writing has been over the over the last year the, you sort of identify the weak spots and try to sort of you know work on them try to think of watching films or engaging films or writing on them in a different way it may not have happened uh, consciously every year but i remember a few days ago i was just going through some of my old pieces uh, but i think it, it does happen a lot because you tend to uh, go through your uh, pieces of the last year just because i mean you have to write you know one of those year end lists and then you of course identify uh, some things in your writing because there is <clears throat> there's been such a big distance between uh, uh, in terms of time when you wrote the uh, that piece last and uh, the time that you're reading now it could i mean range anywhere from a week to 12 months right so uh, uh, this year particularly i remember Uh, making a mental note of 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 things that work and do not work uh, in my writing i'm pretty sure i would have done uh, uh, similar things like that for the previous years as well that said i mean uh, how has uh, this pandemic changed me as a film writer was the question sorry i rambled so much i forgot Pretty you much like i just wanted to know if it has in any sort of small or big way change the way you approach writing the reviews because obviously change the way we watch the films right like we we you know we, yeah. we don't have that one shot where we have to go to the cinema walls quickly you know note down and we don't have another shot at the film after that and we have to immediately gather memories but now with screeners we've been able to revisit films revisit moments revisit scenes it's it's changed the pace of what we do it's changed the rhythm of what we do so i because for me it's definitely changed the way i at least approach i don't know about writing so much we'll know over the next few months but um, it has definitely changed the way uh, i've been able to read films and and you know the freedom i mean sort of more freedom to sort of revisit uh, moments and sort of get in deeper into films of course it comes with its boons and bans but i wanted to know if it's done the same for you too why why don't you elaborate on your answer now i'm getting uh, i mean some sense yeah. of what you were looking for yeah, I, so i had a more of a macro ha huh, why don't you finish yours and then i think uh, yeah, i'll so, start with mine i mean obviously we've been doing this for some years now and uh, you know when we go to uh, uh, of course the way we approach press screenings and go to Uh, uh the halls to watch films we we've been in that rhythm for a while now so we uh, we have to come back and sort of 
pretty much have uh, we watched it once and you know we are in a panic most of the time because we are calling each other up to find out yeah. facts and you know um, plot lines and yeah. stuff like and the the specifics basically <clears throat> with this since yeah. march it's it's been different because i've taken it's sort of because we have screeners and because you know we have web access now uh, i've taken this opportunity to take more time to watch these films to sort of digest and read these films uh, we've had the freedom to get into them and then take sometimes we've had more time to write our reviews too right because it's not yeah. uh, you know it's, even though the mago's are obviously strict and, and they, as they should be uh, we we've had more time we've had a couple of days to sort of mull over and let you know these thoughts marinate in our heads most of the time so whatever we were wishing for in a very cruel way like over the last few years that we need more time to write reviews we need better access it's it sort of come true in a way this year because we have, we really don't have excuses to just sort of churn out a shabby review unless it's like you know a film dropping uh, you know on netflix at 12 pm and we have to turn in a review in the evening which has sort of reduced over these last 6 or 7 months and i find myself taking uh, you know i've taken more time to write my reviews like my just my writing process has started you know spanning over a day rather than a few hours as it used to be earlier i'd say it's gotten me a bit more relaxed but also at the same time you know i've started procrastinating more because of that because i know we have the power to go back to a film if we forget something or if we if we sort of uh, you know we have times to go over our reviews so i just feel like it, it sort of changed the way because i feel like i'll have a tough time returning back to that cinema process after this it's just one of those things where i feel like we've been spoiled for uh, for time for access uh, and you know we we don't have excuses anymore in that sense and i feel like obviously my you know i've been it's changed the way i think and write you know maybe hopefully permanently because i feel like i've grown as a writer this year more than most years uh, of course i feel like the, like that at the end of every year as most writers do but <laughs> this time i really feel like i've had the opportunity to do that more than most years so i feel like i've grown in the way i've gone about my reviews structuring my reviews or thinking of films for example when we watch a film in a theater we come out thinking we are going to stick to the poles of you know our opinions like if we like it or if we dislike it and then we tailor our review to sort of suit that opinion most of the time and to justify that opinion uh, but uh, here i've started to find a middle ground also you know that i like the film but there are some problems with it these are the problems or i dislike the film but there are some very uh, very compelling points it makes or compelling uh, you know examples of craft in the film so i found myself veering towards that nuanced sort of middle ground in most hindi films in most films this year and i feel like that's that's a good change for me personally at least for personal growth for professional growth and uh, you know for example just recently i got a screener i think two days earlier before the embargo and because i had nothing to do i just took the whole two days to do that like it just i just watched the film over twice then kept rewatching parts of it then kept writing then sort of slept over it then the next morning i woke up and did the same thing and went over the review and rewrote the review so you know we got that time and i just felt like it's it sort of changed the way i write at least no that's a good point and uh, a lot of it uh, makes sense uh, first of all just to i mean uh, be in obvious agreement with your last point and that was something uh, that i have always enjoyed uh, in my writing because uh, which is essentially i mean to take a more nuanced middle ground middle ground 
as happens in most cases i would say uh, because what ends up happening is a film has a few good points uh, some of the things that do not work i mean yeah, the the proportion and stuff like that can vary but more or less it's it's uh, it's it's the same thing because uh, there are very few films that are downright trashy uh, in that regard bollywood has shown some heartening sort of improvement and there are very few films i mean that's across the world uh, that are just so mind blowing that you just i mean it's and i often feel that film uh, reviewing or film criticism is towards the service of an argument i think that's something that not a lot of people uh, seem to get i think that's something that i am very very much excited by as much as i'm excited by the process of writing or as much as i'm excited by the process of watching films thinking on thing all of that but it's almost like i mean if you think about it uh, i mean me being an engineering student has some thing to do with it but a lot of it i think has to do with i think anybody who's had any love for analysis any kind of i mean uh, how do you not necessarily win an argument but how do you necessarily uh, but how do you essentially put forward an argument and uh, come up with a structure come up with a set of thoughts uh, come up with different arguments to support it it's it's almost like architecture in a sense you have a blueprint and then you sort of you know uh, uh, whether you loved like uh, hated or even had some sort of a middle ground uh, approach towards the film it it, it is this very in- intricate structure of not necessarily again persuading somebody but more than that persuading yourself that uh, uh, this was how the film spoke to me so i mean i'm very happy uh, to know that you are very consciously uh, realizing this i i think i have the opposite problem sometimes i i just get too stuck up uh, mm. on uh, some of the things that did not work for me so say like 90% of the things if they worked if 10% did not i would sometimes think that okay i should also make a point of those 10% and and sometimes when i go back and read those reviews it just sounds like a, a a person whining or finding a reason to whine about so i i'm not sure how do i feel about that uh i think i may need to change it i i i think it's probably uh context driven and stuff like that but i think i've i've become uh, more relaxed towards that uh over the last few months even if i say so myself now coming back to your main question uh i think you've laid out some very uh, very fascinating points i would confess i haven't uh, thought about these points or the process uh, itself in uh, i haven't given it a considered thought i mean uh, to be really honest i'm i'm sure so much of it is subconscious and so much of it is also i mean uh, shook me uh, in various levels uh that i thought okay i mean i'll come back to you later but uh, but i think uh, some of the very basic things uh, which is essentially what is going in a frame when you pause something right i mean it just changes so many things because uh then you can i mean there's so many things you can look for in a frame right i mean the obvious one is the performance or the or the pacing of the scene and stuff like that but when you pause it there are just so many things are popping out to you you know elements of production design how the scene is uh, how the scene is lit what's the you know the mizens or all of that and how the color plays into the whole thing where are the actors staged and all of that and then you think that you know it's to watch a film in real time and to and to then just go back and review it 
it is it is not easy in the sense <laughs> that and i don't mean it that uh, that just at the level of doing that i mean which i mean writing is never easy and and things like that but just this human capability to remember note down and process and then to mix all three of them and to put forward in your writing in a in a in a review or in a scenario that just gives you 6 to 7 hours or i mean uh, or was the case before uh, uh, the covid uh, struck which was essentially a night right i mean you are yeah. press shows would be on thursday night and friday morning you are supposed to turn in your piece and all of that yes and there's just so much going also in the film right you have to absorb of it textually you also need to absorb what's happening at the level of form for instance and all of that that it's again i mean it's it it requires more than one viewing especially a a film that is that sort of deserves considered attention you know i mean uh, i remember watching a video essay recently on parasite and it was essentially about you know how the lighting in the film has varying shades of depth in terms of cold and warm and just how that lends you know some sort of uh, substance to the frame itself and things like that Mm-hmm. I I I I was quite mind blown because again I've seen Parasite just once and it's not uh, uh I, I've seen it twice sure I I saw once a, re- a really long time ago and then I saw it right before I had to review it but even then you know I mean, and and the kind of things that you talk about to sort of like pause a scene and just absorb it and to and to note its very specificities I mean a piece of film reviewing if it or, or or a piece on a film which has to really go deep into what was really happening mm-hmm. i think uh, one viewing is just not enough i mean for for that you sort of need a super human memory to just absorb it mm-hmm. in i mean even it to 80% of that so i think that was pretty clear uh and that was i mean good to know also to recognize uh the the inherent challenges of your uh, you know yeah. uh, of your profession and how can you you know uh, do a better job of that uh otherwise i mean with respect to writing itself i would say that uh, i mean i don't think i changed my approach drastically but of course i also did a lot of what you did wherein you just go back to a scene and mm-hmm. what really surprised me was you know what i mean this is some sort of quasi philosophical question but what a film is and what do we remember a film as you know so uh, for instance i uh, while writing the review of mank i had to go back to a few scenes to remember the dialogues and and this has happened so many times with me i mean i i do not remember the dialogues verbatim and i remember them uh, in their essence and when and if it's a particularly good film or a scene when i go back to that particular scene i notice that that the original dialogue is so textured mm-hmm. and uh, just even the sm- tiniest of differences can uh, can make such a huge difference to a scene or a reading of a film and things like that or just in terms of lighting or just in terms of you know how the scene was and how i had remembered it as uh, i found all of that quite fascinating and uh, and i mean this is not to say that i may have gotten films wrong in the past because i've just seen it once i probably would have i probably wouldn't have i don't know 
uh but i think it's just a very good reminder of the challenges that uh just that that that, that just watching a film once can sort of uh, that is enough i mean uh, pauline kael was quite famous uh known for uh, for this line that uh, she doesn't watch a film twice and all of that and i also used to be i mean if not similarly arrogant i used to be kitik i mean i saw the film i mean okay if you could not convince me in the first go tough luck i still mm-hmm. i would say hold uh, uh, stand by that but I, now i have also i would like uh, uh, i have also become slightly more humble and slightly more uh, uh, credit giving which uh, of course one should be because there's just so much going on so i think uh, if not any um, conscious thoughts at the level of how i can improve my writing uh, mm-hmm. or how it has directly impacted my writing i think uh, uh, in terms of being a film critic it has definitely given me some sol- solid pointers on how the film is speaking to you and how much can you listen uh, so yeah. that do you think there is like some merit to the argument where you know reviewers uh, critics are allowed to review uh, a, a film according i mean in accordance to the medium it is available on for example like given that all the films are streaming now it's only fair that we review the film as a streaming film in the sense that because it'll be available even viewers are capable of sort of going back and going deeper into a film than they would say on a on a big screen so then it only makes sense to go analyze the film a little deeper because we have that freedom and so the viewers it won't be lost upon them but if a film is playing in cinema halls and more films are starting to you know playing in cinema uh, playing cinema halls lately um do, do you think then that we should be only be allowed to watch that film once and then uh, uh, review it the way it's going to be seen uh, the way it's supposed to be seen so to say because uh, because now over the next few months i feel i suspect we're going to be facing a problem of obviously more hindi films uh, and more indian films releasing in cinema halls there will at the same time be films releasing on streaming but then they will also we will also have the choice to sort of get an online screener and then review the film like go into detail the way we do at least with most of because we have the power to sort of watch the film again and again and then you know uh viewers will be watching it on the screens and wonder what uh they may not see what we see in this film so do you think that might be a problem because i found myself thinking about that over the last month because there have been more films releasing in halls lately but at the same time you're getting press screeners mm-hmm. too because we are confident enough of going to the halls yet i think uh, anything that improves the readability of a piece anything that sort of services the reader i think mm. it's a good approach uh, so i mean uh, uh, if that means that say your piece about a film is more detailed than usual because you've seen it because if you've had a screener mm. i think that's fine because you know it's a, a it just makes for a better experience i'm sure you're not using uh, the rewind button to you know see a, a scene or, or see a spoiler over and over over again and you're not transcribing that into your reviews right nobody is going to do that right mm-hmm. i mean uh, the main point of uh, this exercise uh, is to sort of i mean a improve your understanding of a film or of a scene but and but be more importantly to sort of just convey that emotion or sentiment or the appreciation or the snubbing or whatever of that is happening in a scene uh, more accurately and more concisely to the audience or to the reader you know mm-hmm. so i think anything that uh, 
and I don't see why that's a bad thing. I mean, uh, I would ideally like to turn to a piece of film criticism to understand uh, the what the critic saw in the film, and also to understand her motivations uh, for uh, liking that and the reasons behind it and things like that. So I mean, it is. I mean, a piece of film review is such a one point, an intimate one point contact between a critic and the piece of art. And if that is being helped in some way or the other, why not? I'm I'm totally up for it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, coming to what are your thoughts on that? No, no, it's it's pretty much the same thing. I've just been a little like I mean, I've been thinking about it in the way that. because we are going to face with be going to be faced with this dilemma i'm i'm more than happy to be you know writing detailed reviews of films and uh, that's not to say long reviews but just detailed reviews more informed reviews because we have the power to yeah. do so and we have the power to exercise our brain more than normal than say watching a film and immediately sort of transcribing your thoughts onto paper so i'm more than happy doing that it's just that uh, I, i keep wondering if uh, any work of art should be Uh, reviewed or analyzed according to the medium it's sort of available because see i've been reviewing web shows since like 2016 or so and obviously web shows is a web series completely different sort of uh, medium in that sense it's long form storytelling so your review writing also tends to change accordingly but we at the same time we've been watching web shows online for the longest time we've never watched it on a big screen that's how it's supposed to be consumed and which is why i find my reviews of web shows up in way more detailed than my same same my reviews of films that we watch on in theaters and then come home and review uh, and now the films are in that same space as web shows and now the uh, my film reviews have started to sort of reflect a lot of the uh, the, the very measured sort of analysis of the web show reviews so i was just wondering that if you know given that uh, is that what reviewing is in that sense like is reviewing just supposed to be watching it once and saying that this is what i took back from the film and this is how I, we are supposed to look at the film because not many people watch a film twice other than say uh, you know like film critics themselves and uh, uh, or is it supposed to be like okay watch it again and again and do anything possible to inform the uh, opinion of the to inform the sort of the uh, the state of mind of the reader so for me i think i wouldn't watch the film again for sure even if it's available or um, on a on a screener and i haven't done that i obviously watch the film once and uh, it is that see for me i think uh, uh, when I, uh, the feeling that i am exiting the theater uh, or while well uh, shutting the browser mm. i think that feeling is important i think that feeling is really important i mean uh, so i don't know if i was very clear with my previous answer but i think uh, i will do anything to uh, to do justice to that because i have to trust my gut i have to trust my immediate emotional reaction and if that is what it is then it that is what it is because it uh, i i mean it uh, and uh, the second thing is also you don't get a lot of time as well sure you do get two or three days but i don't think i will want to watch a film again and again uh, completely to yeah. sort of reconfigure my feelings i think uh, and i don't do that i i i watch a film i stay with it so i'll i'll give you an example ratha ke liye that's a film that i've thought about a lot all right yeah. and it's yeah. one of the 
it's it's one of the reviews that i'm not even proud of i think it's one of the uh, not one of my well written reviews of the year uh simply because after a point i just did not have stuff in the film i just did not have uh, i i wasn't engaged enough and sure i mean you can write essays and pieces about the chinatown influences the great composition of the scenes and all of that and all of that is is fine and great and whatever but for me the fact that i did not connect with the film at an emotional level i have to go and find reasons for that now i yeah. knew that rathakili hai is going to be uh, will be well reviewed and all of that and and people will genuinely like it as well i remember you liking it quite a bit i remember reading your review and things like that right i mean and uh, but that's just not me and i don't know so i'll ha- <coughs> i have to, and i did go back and and revisit the uh, some scenes and all of that but i just have to go back uh or use evidences that my mind and my heart can remember i think that is not not cheating you know uh so i think i don't know if your question indirectly was referring to that uh i don't know i mean and, yeah, and also the fact that mm, yeah yeah go on mm. so ha huh, sorry i'll just wrap it up quickly so uh so for me that is very sacrosanct i mean if i mean you could see uh, why uh, the film was an accomplishment at a technical level at a more formal level very obviously and i did think about it but i just could not find enough reasons uh, for that to sort of tie in with i mean because i just uh, after a point it it just did not it stopped mattering to me yeah. and uh, and if it was that then it was that i can't you know just write paragraphs upon paragraph uh, for something uh, and not give a reason for something why it ele- elevated the film for me i mean you can sure appreciate something in isolation and things like that but uh, it at times but you know so uh, so that's my thing i mean then i would go back and uh, because th- i'm sure there there were some scenes that uh, that uh, stick with you uh, for reasons good or bad mostly good and and then you can sort of like go back and sort of analyze and maybe in some cases those scenes speak to you in a different way so it slightly improves the film and things like that and uh, but i think the overall feeling is something that one has to be really uh, i i have to be really faithful to i think uh, when i have a screener i sort of just go back to sort of make a case for my own feelings yeah so i suppose that was i guess that was my point to pretty much summed it up in the sense that reviewing uh, now more than ever is about trying to balance that first instinct you have after watching the film the emotional reaction so to say with uh, uh, that with an analysis of why you felt that way or uh, with an analysis of the film uh, overall you know with, with the analysis of uh, what the filmmaker is trying to do so that's what i i guess i've been sort of thinking about and not i wouldn't say i would been struggling with it but it's sort of your first instinct that my first instinct after a film uh, now this year more than ever is sort of a little more watered down after getting more time and more resources to think about the film like say for example my first film uh, my, my my first reaction after uh, after something like gulabo sitabo was that okay this is uh, i i really like the film but the more i started thinking about it and the more i started sort of revisiting certain moments and scenes in the film i was like okay it did not engage uh, uh, me at a very high level i just admired what the filmmakers okay. what the writer was uh, trying to do and they may or may not have been successful in trying to pull it off but 
as a viewer as an experience as a viewing experience it didn't totally hit home even though there were some very very uh, uh, you know profound messages deep within the film it uh, not all of mm. them came through so that first emotional instinct now uh, over these last 6 or 8 months tends to be a little more uh, rationalized by the end by by the time i'm writing the review or by the time i reach the end of the review so i don't really stick to that instinct that i have at the beginning and uh, there's more chances of that wavering uh, th- than than earlier i'd say that's very interesting i can go on and on and on <laughs> but uh, yeah. one of my and this is uh, hashtag tmi and last thing before we move on to the next question yeah. is that all my life i have struggled uh, more or less with trusting my instincts you know and and that comes obviously with self doubt and whatever but uh, with respect to film and and that's something that has just worried me a lot as well uh, wherein uh, if my uh, uh, instinct of movie is different from people who have watched it and all of that whatever this an immediate sense of self loathing or of having gotten that right or wrong but i think over the time i am really uh, uh trying hard to live with it and i think it has improved and the fact that uh, uh trusting my instinct with respect to cinema has also sort of helped me in my life where i know that if something is off something is off and uh, so yeah i mean it is it is much yeah. more of an emotional question for me than yeah. what it appears uh, on the surface or to most i suppose yeah no fair enough and that's i think that's a good segue into obviously now getting to the specifics of the year also because we can i'm sure we can go on uh, about this for a very long time and we will one of these podcasts because i find it very interesting to talk about writing with you in general so uh, let, yeah, let's yeah, yeah, get to sure. the uh. actual art uh in the year that we've gone through because obviously it's been a strange year our mind has been a little sort of uh, all over the place through the year so what what i just like very quickly let's just go through some of the favorite things of you this year in hindi cinema when i say hindi cinema this can be films and web shows because see this year i think a lot of film reviewers who are uh, have also been reviewing web shows more than ever right because there has been a sort yeah, yeah. of a sp- a- spilling across I, mediums you are an example there is an example so many right like and and for yeah, good yeah. reason because you know the web shows yeah, this yeah, year have sure. been out and i have watched web shows over the last 4 or 5 years and i can say with confidence that this year has offered more than any other year so given that reviewers have been doing you know little bit of everything tell me some of the favorite four or five things of yours this year okay um it's uh, yeah i think the, the this year has been uh, so good with respect to films and and even web content and all of, i don't know i i have just been very happy with it um mm-hmm. four or five films uh, four of all four or five things uh, look less to me but uh, sure i would say scam 1992 definitely the whole mm-hmm. thing of it it was excellent uh, yeah. i very much uh, enjoyed uh, e baleo uh, when it comes to films i very much liked uh, is love enough uh, mm-hmm. sir um mm-hmm. with with respect to i mean uh, again i'll i'll come back to the web now i mean panchayat just kind of blew me away i was very happy i mean it's a, it's a show that people can say that is on the surface not political or it's a simple show and all of that but oh my god what brilliant writing performance and just i think all of it very very well done uh, i quite enjoyed patalok as well i thought it was uh, 
I mean, a difficult story to tell, and uh, they did it with a lot of finesse, I thought. And uh, Jantara was also something that was very interesting because I had kind of, uh, I don't know. I mean, you sort of tend to get cynical with respect to things, uh, especially mm-hmm. say the show set in small town India. Jantara came in January. Netflix wasn't delivering the best of things in that time, and and just in general, I, I mean, you know, it, it it just this sort of inherent cynicism kicks in. Jantara was very good. I mean, it really surprised me in uh, in one of the best ways possible. Uh, we have spoken about it in the past. I mean, I was very surprised by how Breathe was such a I mean, it just took me to places that I didn't think it would, and it wasn't even a good show, you know. Uh, but still, uh, there are many I can go on. Uh, you, um, why don't you start, and then maybe we can yeah, find a common um, ground. It's sort actually of, made it's like very clearly the web shows have been sort of, you know, the standout this year more than the films. I'll tell you about the films. Like in general years, in normal years, we uh, some films are really outstanding, and the rest of them are absolute rubbish. Yeah. You're the yeah. you're the sort of median. uh sort of quality of the films have increased like i can't really tell you that uh there were outstanding brilliant films but at the same time the overall the main quality of these films had have just increased like i did not find myself absolutely switching off most films or like absolutely hating most films so the in general i feel like you know it's just the total has sort of added up to more years than ever i know there's been criticism of the year saying there haven't been any like major standout films and all but i think it's been a very good year for the smaller films uh, and you know I, it's sort of ha huh, what i'm sorry to button but i will take that year this year uh, yeah. with no yeah. uh, quote and quote standout films as opposed to a year where there are few standout films and really few when we are talking about that right yeah. uh, and uh, the 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 rest is below average uh, yeah. most of them and things like that in this case uh, this year i in my list of 11 films <laughs> yeah i was just so tempted to, you know, to add one more just because of the lockdown and all of that yeah. i mean uh, i did not include five to six films that i don't think were bad and some of them i even enjoyed to a large extent cargo class of 83 gulabo sitabo raat akeli hai jawani janman ludo you know even gunjan satsena for that matter you know it wasn't a shoddy film uh, there were few things that i was incredibly moved by and i thought wow this is uh, it's uh, interesting that the time has come for a say a mature take on nationalism or you know stuff like that so sorry go on no absolutely like that's what it's it's like you know taking a team total which has like just two centuries and all single digit scores or just yeah. like a bunch of days or 40s or whatever it is and you know given that it was such like a tough pitch, test uh, the melbourne test sorry yeah the melbourne test like you just you may as well take everyone contributing and that i guess has sort of Uh, affected my also subconscious this year so like obviously like three of my favorite things this year was like patal lok uh, scam 92 and uh, panchayat as you know as it is for most people i'd say uh, you know across mediums those three were easily uh, three of my favorite sort of you know hindi long form storytelling or storytelling in general examples this year uh, out of that i'd say like i mean as you said panchayat was such a breath of fresh air because obviously patal lok scamnity to we know what to expect in a way this is serious storytelling it is about serious topics it's it's making a statement and panchayat had none of that and it still really really uh, sort of stood out and it just came at the right time right it came i think in march or april yeah. and it was just april, when we were april, still, yeah. april. and we were coming to terms with like so much change 
and that just yeah. you know, reassured me I know it's cliched but it just it was so reassuring to see something like that at that time in the year so yeah those were three of my favorite things sir was my i think sir and kamyab were two of my favorite hindi films in the year like i I'd, i'd say like both of them uh you know they they stood out for me for obviously for various reasons sir for the for tilotama and so many other things in that film and we uh, of course had a very uh, you know detailed podcast about that but kamyab for me which came at the beginning of the year uh, which has very presently surprised by and you know uh, i always feel yeah. like sanjay mish like sort of omnipresent in every film i get it you know the paychecks and and you know sort of making up for lost time but this film is something he was really uh, made for like i i can't think of a better combination yeah. of actor and topic and it really somehow uh, i left the theater feeling very very excited and elated because of the way the film ended too uh, having a strong climax yeah. obviously all uh, irrespective of what flaws come before and and i feel like amya really Uh, did it for me I, and the other names you mentioned were obviously very compelling like gunjan saxena obviously i did not expect to be blown away by i wasn't blown away by it, but i thought it was a very very uh, yeah. mature take as you said on a lot of things that biopics get wrong uh, i actually like bulbul very much too i know there have been like divisive reactions oh, yeah, to that yeah, film yeah. yeah yeah i just felt like there was so much to like in that film Uh, not just in terms of genre in terms of visuals it was just a very sort of different kind of film that we may not have had the luxury of watching on the big screen because it would have been uh, it would have been sort of a slave to box office earnings and then nobody would have tried it again the fact that it came out on mm-hmm. netflix may have helped uh, a lot of future storytellers sort of delve into that what did you think about ak versus ak i know it came out late in the year and i didn't have a chance to put it in my list either so uh i mean to uh, be very technical about it it's the ninth film on my list i did, I, <laughs> i i quite liked it uh i thought it uh, there were just many things that uh, i mean of course somebody who is really invested in the whole bollywood scene just by virtue of my profession and all of that and but just before that as well just as a really committed cinephile so to speak and 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 things like that the it uh, the film really did not have to work hard uh, for me to uh, have its attention because i had it <laughs> right from the first scene yeah. uh, i heard it was a very enjoyable film it was a uh, It's a very good example of what straightforward, nice commercial filmmaking can be, uh, or masala filmmaking. I mean, a, a film that has all the ingredients of uh, a very uh, pleasant entertainer. Uh, I thought it had some really nice uh, layered, uh, not super dense or complex, but nice layered commentary on you know uh, the jungle that we know uh, as Bollywood, uh, uh, the different players in it, how it sort of tries to you know. Uh, build a meta narrative about how uh, winning in bollywood is almost an impossibility uh, everything uh, i i thought that was good it was sharp it was funny uh, my attention really did not i mean barring a few uh, briefish stretch in the middle i thought it was it was quite well mounted and all of that that said though i mean I, it's not particularly a film that i uh, i would particularly remember like say motwan is trapped and things like that just because i mean of the very nature of its uh, mm. uh, of its telling uh, 
uh, because it is a film about a certain group of individuals that we have known and have sort of you know um, uh, even liked in varying degrees over the last decade decade and a half even more than that uh, but uh, it it it's uh, it's again about the co- context right i mean uh, bollywood has this knack of telling um, it's uh, i mean bollywood reverses its own mythology more than anything else right and it has its own uh, sets of players it has its own you know so we have seen all of that as well i mean whatever that's also happening in ak versus ak if you sort of uh, strip the film to its essence i mean uh, a lot of it uh, we are not uh, indifferent to uh, sorry we are not unaware of as well you know there's this uh, certain tendency to defy a certain group of filmmakers there's this uh, um, a certain tendency to sort of i mean see or to i mean uh that there has been a fissure uh, on the lines of us versus them in bollywood for quite some time there has been some overlaps as well uh but you also see things for what they are right i mean uh if 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 there are two camps in ak versus ak if that's what the film is trying to imply and if i yeah, how one camp or one uh, a certain style of filmmaking or an, or a world view has really not been if if you really have to analyze it for its social commentary and all of that or textual analysis yeah. uh that uh, how one success has come at the cost of the other or how difficult it is to break barriers or how uh, i mean uh, the mavericks that the film is propping its uh, uh, mavericks as i <laughs> i don't see a lot of i mean uh, i wouldn't call it merit in that but i'm not terribly excited by the whole vanity of it and all of that because i've also seen uh, over the last 15 years how this has sort of also played out how alternate bollywood has also played out there have been all these uh, superstar directors and all of that and you see uh, the good films that they make you also see the bad films that they make you also see the disproportionate sort of defecation they get and all of that so i mean you know if if you really have to uh, um think of that film as where it's coming from and where it's going then i'm not too terribly excited or taken in by that prospect uh, but how the film uh, was and the way in which uh, it unfolded and all of that i found a lot of merit in that and i i thought i was uh, uh, very very enjoyed i mean somebody can say that maybe uh, this analysis is uh, uh, is not done or it's not fair because a film is supposed you you are supposed to criticize or uh, opine on a film on what just the film was i really do not subscribe very hard to that what i think is a pretty simplistic uh, assumption mm-hmm. and uh, and interpretation of films uh, themselves well, your take on it no i i pretty much enjoyed it i probably the most fun i had at the you know the movies hindi movies at least this year because it's been a heavy ah. year in general so it was, it was a nice little yeah. sort of very as you said i mean the whole metaness of it and all is very niche you know it's like an inside joke happening in juhu and varsova <laughs> yeah, and yeah. only people who are yeah. aware of it will get it right like so obviously we yeah. are Uh, by virtue of what we do we are aware of you know the entire uh, the, the atmosphere the defecation and it was nice it was a nice little ode and an sort of a self deprecatory sort of little joke on uh, how filmmakers and how the stars and how all of them take themselves so seriously which is it felt like it was like watching uh, one of those very funny back in the day aib or tv skits but sort of inflated into a film 
uh, where all the yeah. stars act in these skits and make fun of themselves. And this was a sort of a uh, expanded version of that. And I thought there was also like I, I found some messages in it. I found some there was some depth to the film. uh then was obvious at least uh, when we watched it because we watched it it's obviously a very like a meta filmmaking within filmmaking thing but uh, yeah I, the more i thought about it to in what the filmmaker was trying to say and what motwane uh, has experienced and what he's trying to say and i felt like it was a you know deceptively very uh, it it was sort of a very honest take on how things stand like no matter uh, you know how great you think you are within a certain uh, genre or within a certain area of filmmaking or bollywood in this industry you are never big enough and you you know you will always lose as you said there is no winner so i i felt like that was you know good lot of people had the problems with uh, had problems with the end and that it was gimmicky and i agree it was gimmicky but it was also the only end that could have happened the only climax oh, I like that the could end. have taken i like the end because it sort of made sense you know in the end because Yeah, some it, one person yeah. winning technically out of the other and that person winning made more sense than the other person winning like without of, giving it away course. and, and yeah. because that at hollywood is whether we like it or not yeah and uh, that is also then one of the points of the film itself right and i thought that was really smart filmmaking wherein you know your climax is not just where the film stops it's uh, it's a bit where the film kind of opens up because then you think aha Mm. this is what it is about and, and and then it sort of forces you to uh, just reconsider the film and the and the things that the filmmaker was trying to say in its in its own way i thought that was a smart touch i'm all up for also gimmicky ends so these yeah. things don't bother me <laughs> a lot yeah no yeah, yeah i like great twists and ends and also yeah overall it was a very sort of enjoyable experience i'm glad it mm. was because i think you know the filmmakers and the people involved in the film uh still weren't able to i mean they're still sort of grieving uh, the failure of bhavashuchi which i get that was a big experiment for them and they expected a lot from it but i i like that they sort of addressed that in this film and the fact that yeah. so many and they admitted that you know they they feel bitter about it which which is a good thing it's always nice to see filmmakers sort of open up within the uh, within the entire craft that they use uh, there's can also you, another can you more Huh. Sorry, sorry, yeah. interrupt. Can, can you tell me more about the whole bitter about thing? I don't think I I I know about that bit. I mean, just very brief. Bhavajoshi didn't work, right? Like it, it. I mean, yeah, it did release really cinema also, and it obviously flopped, and it got very divisive reactions in general. Even the critical acclaim was also uh, very sort of divided in a way, and even uh, there was that entire Anurag Kashyap and Motwane. fanboy club that only went gaga about it and everyone else was sort of lukewarm cold towards the film even though you know everyone yeah. admired uh, you know the entire sort of concept of it and stuff so i guess that you know i felt like motwane himself and even uh, obviously uh, harshvardhan and in general the kapoor uh, sort of clan i mean it wasn't a great experience overall in the end like obviously they will be proud of that film over the years but even if you see motwane's twitter account till very recently his pin tweet is still about bhave shoshi and where it's available to watch like two or three years after the film so i thought like they've been yeah. sort of you know been uh, you know they haven't been very happy with the 
रिस्पॉन्स है एक्सपेक्टेड लिटिल मॉज डिक्टो फॉर द हर्षवर्धन कपूर विच इज वाई आई लव दिस कैम्यो इन दिस in this film yeah, because it was it, it was yeah. really funny because it's it's basically artists coming to terms with the fact that you know they are mortal and then the, the fact that uh, what they might think are masterpieces aren't in the views of most people and in general the very transient nature of art in general so i felt like that the filmmakers yeah. had good uh, sort of honest uh almost a therapy session in that sense the few bhavesh joshi references here and there with you know even yeah. hashwadan kapoor screaming in saaf and just yeah. uh, driving a car through no stuff really worked i quite it, I, it had a laugh out loud moment to it just because it was i mean uh, very vulnerable but also i liked how they turned it into a, a comedic yeah, it, piece it, it worked and the, the wounds that they turned into something so watchable i feel like it's it's good closure for them and for viewers too you know because uh, i'm glad yeah. that motron is such a versatile and diverse filmmaker that he can go from one different film to another and we can't tell yeah. that the same filmmaker made those films there's no way his four or five films that he's made we can tell yeah. that the same filmmaker is responsible for them and that in itself is a great ode to his legacy to a merit to his legacy irrespective of you know uh, what has gone down over the years i, I feel like kashyap has obviously gone the other way in the sense he is experimenting with more uh, expressions of storytelling not so much filmmaking as much as a lot of other things right now and brings me also to an, another category before we wrap up let's just go through uh, a couple of films that i thought that absolutely blew it in the sense that films that uh, <laughs> should have worked on paper had everything going for them and they blew it like in ways that only we know because you know we we reviewed those films for me let me give you an example for me chapak was an example guilty was a big example of that because it came on the yeah. back of the me too movement and made an absolute mockery of the movement because of how bad the film was choked was an example mm. kashyap's late uh, it didn't work entirely yeah. because there's a lot of rage in the film it was little incoherent in the end and uh, obviously shakuntala devi was an example of a get another biopic going wrong but again they used the right perspective that is but they still went wrong with the yeah. uh, with the tone of the film and with a lot of other things uh, let's be honest and i don't know if you remember ye bale if you did ye bale yeah yeah uh, i reviewed it yeah yeah so obviously that i felt like could have been one of the best great story ha ha aram se it's i mean yeah story it was an absolute missed opportunity for me and that was also one of the films that could have been so much more than it was if the filmmaker hadn't sort of conformed to so many you know storytelling templates and cliches you know the entire slum dog cliche in general so yeah those were that some of the names like that serious when that's yeah. something like serious when really pops up at you right because then <laughs> it almost feels like a masterclass ki you know kids yeah, come could have gone wrong yeah i know exactly so yeah uh should i should i uh, respond to this come up with my own thing yeah yeah so uh i think i agree with almost everything uh, apart from the fact that i quite liked chapak i thought it was uh, well made i thought it surprised me in ways uh, that i hadn't really thought i thought it would be a straight forward story and things like that but i thought it was fairly uh, nuanced and all of that but that aside uh, i think i agree with everything else that you have said uh, what uh, i mean i thought sorry what are the films you mentioned again there was choked there was uh, ye bale yeah and guilty uh, ye bale guilty and choked right 
and shakuntala devi yeah and sha sure ha huh. guilty was i think i guilty i mean i know i i get that uh, that uh, why it's there in this list but i thought guilty was so bad so fundamentally terrible sure not fundamentally terrible for what it was trying to say or tell or whatever but just the way in it uh, just the way in which the film unfolded i thought yeah. it would rank among one of the worst films of the year that i've seen right along with uh, uh what do you call it love archkal 2 and it, it was just absolutely terrible i mean i did not review it and mm-hmm. one of the reasons i did not review it because i just thought it just did not i mean it just wasn't i didn't want to write another pan and you know yeah, things yeah. like that but uh, it just yeah it it, it and it's particularly bad because then it sort of takes I mean a good stance and all of that it's it's the story that needs to be told it's set in a college campus and everything it has all the woke lingos going for it it was actually really quite bad but theek hai uh and you and see that what the film is trying to do all of that is great and it's 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 obviously welcome and everything but just the way in which again the film unfolded the way in which how the film was it was really bad i mean just there's just no other way to describe that film and uh, i had in fact forgotten that it uh, released or it came on netflix before the pandemic i think in the first week of uh, feb and things like that anyway it just yeah, it's quite bad um shakuntala devi again there are few things that i liked in the film i'm pretty sure uh, Uh, that could have been the would have been the case a lot of people you know it's again not a film i mean there's vidya balan first of all <laughs> a film can't be th- that bad with vidya balan in it i feel uh, so that was that but the second thing is it's it has some very interesting things going on about you know uh, about an ambition of a uh, of a female in the 50s and the 60s and things like that uh, how she nego- negotiates the space of celebrity and all of that and then what happens to her when she becomes a mother i think it's a Uh, these are the kinds of things we don't discuss so much uh, uh, in cinema we don't really uh, make a film about the nuances of i mean uh, quote unquote uh, quote unquote female ambition because it just uh, and also how uh, cinema bollywood hindi cinema has uh, treated ambition and love anyway as right i mean uh, even with male protagonists or something i i would at times even say cinema in general that you know i mean you liking something you loving something Uh, and and this something can be a job it can be whatever i mean apart from a person i just don't get it why it is derided in films after films after films you know then that protagonist has to be taught how to actually love and yeah. that actual love is in the form of a human being sure i get that but when some 100 200 god knows how many films have been made on that i you just feel that it's such terrible narrative fatigue more than that i won't even i will probably say that for me it's not even that true you know for me loving a person and for me loving a thing say writing or cinema whatever it is right i i, I wouldn't want uh, a film to be shown where one kind of uh, love is better than the other because that's not how it works that's not at least how it works for me i'm pretty sure that's not how it works for for, for a few others as well like i'm pretty sure i'm not an anomaly uh, in this So anyway, there was a lot of that of uh, simplification there, and it's just I thought that the film really derailed after. Choked was a big disappointment. It was a big, big, big disappointment because it's just it's it's just one of those films where you're watching but nothing is happening to you, and it's not a shoddy film like that. You know, 
it's mm-hmm. not a film that has terrible acting it, it's not a film that's sloppy at the level of form it's not a, but it's very insipid it's it's a really bland film and uh, it's it's again it's just not happening yeah. so i it, the, that was that uh there's something else that you said i'm pretty sure if i take a look at my list i'll find it yeah i'm sure there are like i'm but yeah for me these were pretty much the films that you know sort of missed the mark by longer short yeah. margins like just one of those things Good. where uh, i expected so much more or i could have just gotten so much right and you can see you know perceptibly see where they went wrong and what they were trying to do and guilty is such a classic example it should be taught in film schools about how noble intentions can become an absolute train wreck if you know your sort of uh, or even a good message can become a train wreck if you really don't have a basic idea fundamental idea of how to tell it or how to put it into a film because it for me it was like one large tweet by a woke person who uh, who probably sits on the internet uh, all day long and sort of reads the world through newspapers and websites so it it just wasn't very informed and for me yeah as you said it was for me by far one of the worst uh films of the year and this is not putting it in the category of the obviously worst films this is at some level it's worse because it it's actually taking something that's important and making a mockery of it whether you know uh, whether intentionally or not so it, yeah for me that was clearly uh, the biggest sort of dis- not disappointment but the biggest turkey of the year in general and choked was of course disappointing because you expect everything from anurag kashyap but insipid is what you don't expect and this was yeah exactly uh, it's ironic that you know his ak versus ak where he's actually an actor throughout the film turned out to be yeah. such a entertaining film and the film that he made turned out to be such a such a boring insipid incoherent film uh, i really yeah. hope he gets his act as a filmmaker uh, next year or next to next year because uh, i mean you know as much as he's defied and as much as the legacy has sort of swallowed itself in a way i i still feel like we need that entire school of storytelling around and it's very important because it's sort of spurned out so many uh, important writers and storytellers over the last few years most of the web shows that are being made right now are all made by people who have worked with anurag kashyap at some point of time who have grown up in the same circle who worked with him sort of you know he's mentored or whatever it is so i hope at least he gets his act together because you know it's it's been a while since i've seen a good anurag kashyap film and i'm getting a little impatient now Yeah I mean that's true uh, although I uh, quite liked his Manmarzia uh, uh, which oh, is a 2018 film but but still I mean you don't uh, I mean the kind uh, what do you call his home ground right where uh, he just comes and has a good day I mean yeah. uh, for me if I discount Manmarzia I think after gangs uh yeah. i haven't really found much to like in his filmography and there were at least two films bombay velvet and choked that i just thought were very bad and that doesn't reflect very good on his i mean form as a filmmaker i thought his last stories short was excellent but then again you have his ghost story short which is just so i mean this amount of crests and troughs in a filmmaking in a very evidently ambitious filmmaker and a, a, a filmmaker who wants to you know try different things and all of that and and obviously everything about that is really heartening i think what i think i really long to see from indian filmmakers from hindi filmmakers uh is some consistency yeah. i mean just just take vishal bhardwaj you know he's again one of the most revered filmmaking uh, voices in hindi film industry right but if you closely look at his record it doesn't it's not good yeah i mean 
I liked Heather. Sure, Heather was a 2014 film. Uh, there were some parts of it that are just absolutely batshit nuts. It is just brilliant and mind blowing. It's a very good film overall. Uh, but after Heather, what do you have? You have Rangoon. It did not work for me at all. It was a shoddy film. Uh, you have Pataka. It has its metaphors and all of that uh, all over the place. It did not work for me as well. Uh, before Heather, also he was sort of. struggling a fair bit you had sat kunma which i liked more than most people but i still in the end it did not work for me there's matru this you know so you have these uh, then take a look at tigmanshu dulia then take a look at imtiaz ali then take a look at you know these are the people who were even dibakar to hmm. some extent although his ghost stories piece was really good but you know then then you start seeing uh, the output and the level of consistency and for me really a good filmmaker is i think to judge a really good filmmaker is obviously uh, to see the good film that he's made but to also see how badly he flounders yeah. and in these cases the results of failures have been have been quite stark and what i and it was my naivete as well i think at the end of towards the end of the odds and all of that i thought that you know okay maybe this a big filmmaking uh, a, a movement is uh, can sort of take place maybe it is in 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 works and all of that and you could see flashes of that but uh, so at the level of making a really big huge artistic piece or statement that movement or or, or i i mean uh, these crop of filmmakers they are either not interested in or they haven't done it and all and that's absolutely fine that's not a problem at all but then uh, <clears throat> what you also expect is a good solid work in the medium uh, or in, in the domain that they are operating in which is i mean a fine line between uh, commercial cinema and sort of art cinema some sort of an alternate uh, mainstream cinema right even in that you you just don't see a lot of consistency you don't see a lot of i mean uh, it, it's a lot of up and down and then you really start to think that okay what's been happening over the last 15 years how is this so different how is this you know i mean uh, you are not just about the kinds of interviews that you give or you know the books that you have read or or whatever it is right i mean it has to reflect on the big screen and it is uh, more often than not it it's it's not and and then after a point i mean there was a point till 2014 15 even 16 17 then there were certain filmmakers whose films i would be very excited by that acha theek hai even their disappointments would be i mean i don't know layered or interesting or or things like that right uh not really i mean uh, it's uh, in at least hindi cinema i don't think i have a lot of filmmakers in my mind uh mm-hmm. whose next film i would be ki acha okay i mean zo actor probably uh yeah. and there could be a few other names if i think hard about it but even she is kind of testing my patience now so i mean and you don't want that situation i mean uh, the whole joy of being a film critic is to be excited about things uh, that was or is uh, still is uh, pretty exciting for us which is films itself so yeah that's a long rant yeah, that's a very good way to sort of sum up uh not just the last year but the last decade in general and that is a good point that escaped most of us over the last 10 years because the filmmakers we've sort of grown up defying or at least like who opened our eyes towards like a new wave of hindi cinema so to say haven't really been that consistent and i guess you know next year onward would be a good sort of 
time to start you know sort of working our expectations back up because as you said even i can't think of a single name i'm excited by now obviously uh-huh. earlier i used to be excited by uh, like like say the odd vishal badwaj film or the imtiaz ali film that was going to come out but uh, yeah. you know it's been a while like i mean if you still ask me i'd still be excited with aditya chopra coming out with a film because he comes out with one film in 7 years or 8 years or something yeah. and reminds me of my childhood if nothing so if it's come down to that you know that you know directors or filmmakers artists haven't been as consistent as you want them the actors have been far more consistent which actually pretty much defines where we are right now in hindi cinema what space we are in uh, right now but uh, yeah i guess that's a very uh, that that's a good note to sort of end this very uh, illuminating discussion on and uh, that that was a nice way to discuss the year uh, tanul thanks for sort of joining me and hopefully we'll be back discussing our you know discussing like getting back Uh, into our review mode over the next few months and discussing the films that are coming out maybe we'll start going to theaters we never know but um, yeah i'll see you soon and uh, yeah. happy new year to everyone same here thank you for having me happy new year to everyone and uh, hopefully 2021 is uh, better <laughs> in some ways than That's this year although it wouldn't take much <laughs> <laughs> yeah although it wouldn't take much on 2021's part is teasing 120 runs so anyway so yeah thank you for having me yeah, thanks